0: So, my cat is apparently horny as fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas don't got time for that right now. I mean, we decided to get a cat, a kitten, in August, meaning like September, October, November. Yeah, I can't do math like that quick and shit. So, meaning like once, you know, a couple months pass, like he needs to go to a fucking vet and ain't nobody got time. Or money. I mean, I have money, but it's like it's Christmas time. I want to fucking get my daughter all the shit. Get myself all the shit. Get my girl all the shit. Possibly buy a fucking cyberpunk this week. I don't know. Ain't nobody got time for the vet. I know that sounds selfish, but he'll be fine. Worst case scenario, we just got to hear all these fucking weird, horny ass meows, I guess. My girl diagnosed it. She's a part-time CNA and also a vet. I fucking believe it. I, she's not a part-time vet. She's a full-time... But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, you bitches know your shit about animals, bro. I'm just that that's 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 an apparent thing. Like I I don't know, you you girls are like one with animals, and she's convinced that he's horny. It's a very weird meow. I will give her that. It's very like meow, like fucking like he wants to fucking ass fuck something I don't know why like human puberty is like teenage years this nigga leaped his his age and how these things happen just like boom oh you're 3 or 4 months old boom let's fucking let's get it on I'm good bro I'm good you can wait as long as I don't know what it is. I've never I've never known what spaying is. I'm going to look it up right now. What is spaying? Spaying is the common term used to Okay, no, that's not what it is. So I've heard of spaying as something that cat does. But spaying is the actual procedure to get the cat to stop doing what the thing is, and I'm pretty sure it's like busting a nut, right? Neut- neutering. Why spay or neuter your cat? Somebody Every single week, I swear to God, somebody listens to this podcast and is like, yo, there's no way Jimmy's this dumb, 100%. I'm a bag, and there's also weeks in this podcast where people listen and they're like, yo, I learned something from your podcast, and that's great, but I'm just realistically a bag of useless information And or I just learn what I want to learn. Realistically, why the fuck should I know about a cat? Like why a cat gets fucking neutered or spayed? Um, I'm just going to be straightforward with this Google search. Does a cat bust a nut? A neutered cat can't produce sperm or testosterone. Duh, that's not what I asked. Okay, is it normal for cats to bust a nut in blankets while meowing? Yahoo answers, you know, is it normal for cats to bust a nut in blankets while meowing? Got a cat who likes to take my blanket from my bed and drag it into the other room. Bro, shout out to your cat. That's my whole fucking. There were towels under me and my brother's fucking uh, beds for days, dude. It was disgusting. And then I snuck one girl in and she was under my like when I was a fucking teenager and she was under my bed and me and my brother had like bunk beds that separated but sometimes he'd have a habit of like throwing his nut towels under my bed so she snuck under my bed and it was just like it was hilarious because she was just like how many towels do you have under here and i'm like oh those are that's like you're basically laying next to crusty like jimmy and sunny juice knock it off all right Sounds normal. My kitten drags my skirt around whenever I leave it on the floor. He also likes to drag his toys to who knows where. Dude, I didn't even know cats could do this. I can't even see a cat's dick. I could see a dog's dick. I can't see it, and dog dick is like the most one of the most disturbing things in life that you can see. And I and I promise that I swear by that. It's just I want I I am. against animal cruelty, as everyone should be, but, like, I want to slap the shit out of dogs when I see their fucking red rockets out. I'm just like, dude, put it the fuck away. Get your mutant dick out of here. That's it. But, yeah, this dude has this, like, horny meow, and it's just, I'm I'm over it, dude. Like, I am over it, but I'm not gonna fucking take him to the vet yet. I'm gonna deal with the horny meow for the rest of December because... It's the- That's why. And do I have to explain it to you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 51 of Jimmy's Diner. And as always, it is brought to you by Solita Soap. My name is Jimmy. <laughs> off the heels of an episode that realistically, I did not want to fucking release that episode like (laughs) to the public, like my dream one day is to like, like I'm not there yet, but you know, the shit that we did that episode and believe you, this is my belief on shit. Whether you're selling, I'm jumping around here. Like I usually do. If you're new to this, welcome. If you know what's up, Hi. So I don't even know where I was going. Get the fuck Let's out of here. Get the fuck out of here, the podcast. Wake the fuck up. All right. If you are doing something, whether it be selling fucking sneakers like Kanye or or Garo who runs the barbershop or whatever. If somebody's fucking looking at you and being like like, I hate people who look at people and they're like, oh, that's too much money. Go fuck yourself. Or "Or I shouldn't be paying for this. Go fuck yourself. I think that what I did two weeks ago, that podcast, I could have charged money for that. I could have, I could have charged money for that because I believe in my product. I believe in what I'm doing. I believe in the people that I had in that room. So my dream one day is to charge that. I'm not on that level yet, so I'm not going to charge for it. My dream one day is to have a podcast event like that, but like on a platform that people have to fucking pay for. And that's the only way they're going to watch or listen to it. A lot of podcasters do it. I think that what I, what I do and the people that I have on, I can do that currently, but I don't have that level of exposure yet. However, we did this on Twitch. It was dope. There was a good amount of people in there. It was a fucking shit show. And it was so much of a shit show that I didn't even even really... (laughs) I wasn't sure if I wanted to release it, but I released it. It's the 50th episode. I'm not going to not release it because people got out of pocket. It's a fucking podcast. There was a couple of things said on on the podcast. This shit was so bad that it was two weeks ago. And I released it last week because I sat on it for a week. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking release it because it's a podcast. It's a podcast. People... I had a I had a very good conversation with one of my clients today, and and I would consider him a friend. Shout out to Sean. You know, we we talked about how when you listen to a podcast, and this is for anybody listening, new or old or whatever. And I had this conversation with my girl too, and and there was a situation when her and her sister were backing me up. When you listen to a podcast, it's a fucking podcast, unless it's like. News or sports or all that shit that to me is like it's still a podcast but it's not a podcast it's like you're getting your news through this audio that's like fucking 15 to 30 minutes long and that's it if you're gonna listen to like a fucking hour to like two hour three hour podcast whether it's me or or someone more out there like fucking Joe Rogan or um Two Bears One Cave or whatever the fuck bro you're signing yourself up for some raw off the top shit and sometimes people will people are just saying what's on their mind people are saying you don't know how many times it's dope to have people come to me and be like yo you say what i think and that's all i want to do here i originally started this shit to yeah i want to be funny yeah i want to fucking be like i want to i want to spread joy and i'm naturally goofy and funny i think and other people think, but this shit's. J- j- I've learned along the way that genuinely this is therapeutic, and generally this is just something where I just say what the fuck I feel, and I speak on things. And I, and with that said, along the way I've learned that I just say shit that other people don't have the balls to say. They just think it, and and it make it gives people a level of comfort that. A level of comfort and a level of, like, even confidence that somebody else is is actually having these thoughts and saying these things out loud. Along with the fucking goofball shit that you guys laugh at me every week. Um, side note, though. I want to thank every single person because I haven't had the chance to do this. Um, my Spotify numbers came out just like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of other, you know, I only saw a lot of artists locally. But, um, Spotify releases the numbers, um, at the end of the year for artists and podcasters. And I want to, again, thank you. I wrote a nice little post. Um, I had no idea I had listeners in all these countries. I had no idea fucking, I was doing the numbers I was doing on Spotify, Spotify uh, specifically. So thank you for that. But aside from that, bro, that, that episode was a shit show. And there was some things said that in a year like 2020 and the state of human of the human race has been like this in America specifically has been like this f- since probably like 2016 where like you can't fucking and it's gradually gotten worse since then where you can't say shit without like being canceled are people just like labeling you a certain way. And it's like, bro, we talk, we talk we say things and a lot of times it's not things it's we exaggerate and we 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 dramatize and and we fucking things we say aren't always something that you need to take to heart we're either fucking around or we're really just like we're dramatic we're human beings we're dramatic and there was things said last week and and you know like there was there was Different personalities last week. There was a, you know, there was a girl with an OnlyFans. There was a, there was a guy who. There was just so many fucking. There was a girl with an OnlyFans. There was a. There was probably a guy. For example, there was probably a guy in the room who wouldn't think of talking to a girl with an OnlyFans. There was, bro. I just. There was so many different personalities in the room, and I didn't even think of this. And honestly, I wouldn't change a thing. But it went, it went, it, it got crazy. But I had a, a couple people be like, yo, that shit was hilarious. And I'm like, you really think so? Even the part where it was a shit show? And they were like, yeah, that shit was mad funny. I'm like, all right. So I guess I'm not canceled. I guess like, you know, people don't think I'm a, I'm a douchebag. And I guess there's actually still some people left in this world who just enjoy shit. To be completely real with you, I have absolutely nothing written down for this podcast this week. It's all up here. And it's always all up here, but I usually have shit written down for organization purposes. First things first, your boy thinks he has diabetes. Why? Because it's 2020, because there's a pandemic, and because, especially since things have slowed down a little bit at work, because of the holidays and everybody's shopping, nobody's got time for haircuts and, and all that bullshit. There's nothing better to do but self-diagnose more than you ever have in your life. And I say that because you guys have been listening to this for a while now, since we've since seen Verguenza, since I've been on, uh, since I did take as needed. I am a hypochondriac and I self-diagnose a lot, an unhealthy amount to a point where it's fucking dumb you wanna you wanna know what it's like to live with me bro annoying that's probably like the most annoying thing i do around my girl that's probably the most thing the thing that she finds the most annoying about me and that's fine there's niggas out there fucking cheating and like fucking i don't know fucking hitting up bitches who are like when they're like married and shit i don't fucking know bro but but I just self-diagnose and that's my flaw. And that's fine. She accepts me and she's like, you know what? She doesn't judge me. I was like, I made an appointment tomorrow to get a blood test. She's like, that's fine, babe. Get it out of the way. Go, go be sure. Now, I'm not just doing this without... Di- There's diabetes in my family but, like, it's bad, bro. Like, I fucking... It, it, it might... It, it, it's not gonna be a thing. I'm gonna come on next po- podcast and be like, guys, I don't have diabetes. <laughs> So this shit started. It sounds so stupid, but I'm st- I know it sounds stupid, but I'm still going to go to the fucking doctors tomorrow. Cuz that's how I am. So I've been having I've been really tired, which in the beginning, so before this, I got ex- before the diabetes thing, I got exposed to somebody with COVID. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm really tired. I'm having these headaches." I am and I have all this other like shit where I'm like congested or whatever. And I know that I get seasonal allergies, but let me just make sure it's not COVID because I got exposed negative on COVID. Just got to make sure I'm negative on diabetes now. But let me tell you where the diabetes things come. the, The diabetes thing comes in. So negative on COVID completely forgot about that, right? Still haven't. You know, it's still kind of tired, still having the headaches, vision's a little blurry, could be the allergies, but you know, this was the kicker to me, which is the dumbest shit in the world. I come home one day and I take a piss and it smells and I'm like, wait, I didn't have asparagus today because my girl makes bomb ass asparagus. I didn't have asparagus today. The other day when I pissed, and it smelled bad. I didn't have asparagus that day either. So I'm noticing I'm coming home. My piss smells a little bad sometimes. I hop on Google. My curious ass. I didn't think of diabetes. I just hopped on Google. Why does my pee smell bad? Like pee doesn't smell good, but it smells like it has a very strong smell. Oh, and I'm also, like, pretty thirsty a lot of the time, but that could also be the fucking seasonal allergies thing because you get all, like, dry or whatever. So, why is my pee smell bad? And Google tells me diabetes. And then I look into other symptoms of diabetes. Headache, uh, tired, uh, blurred vision, smelly pee, and... Oh, and, and thirst. Well, self diagnose all week, all weekend into now, into tonight. And then tomorrow, I'm finally going to take that uh, blood test, blood sugar test. I got diabetes until they tell me tomorrow. And I hope this is how much anxiety I have about this. Other everyone else in the world is getting like fucking 427 COVID tests a month. I'm checking myself for diabetes because I came home one day and peed and it smelled bad. And then I hopped on Google to see why my pee smelled bad. And Google told me I have diabetes. So now I'm getting tested, not for COVID, but for diabetes. Get the fuck out of here. Imagine living with me. Imagine it. You can't. There's only one person doing that, and that's my girl. And she's probably the only person who would be patient enough to do it, and that's fine. I'm a piece of fucking work. And you know what she told me like a boss-ass bitch? You know what, babe? Go get your shit done. Go get it done. Give yourself the peace of mind. And then you'll live worry-free. And then next week, you'll, you'll fucking ask Google why, you know, you're fucking dizzy after a long days of work. And it'll tell you you have brain cancer. I don't fucking know, bro. That's how I am. I don't fucking know. It's weird. It's but it but it's it's better than what a lot of people are doing right now. So, oh, shit, that fucking vaccine. By the way, don't trust it. I don't. I'm not. Uh, you know. I read. I read the fucking. Um, I read the side effects today, and I'm just like, it's like the flu shot. I'm not an anti vaxxer I actually. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, I'm a big believer in science. I am not an anti-vaxxer by any means. But I've never like jumped to get the flu shot just because of the symptoms that it gives you. I'm it's like, bro, like if I guess maybe my logic's off, but my my own my own, it's not really a belief, but my preference is like I'm young and healthy for now until I have until they diagnose me with diabetes, is like i'm young and healthy just like the flu or whatever which the flu i'm not gonna lie like is a fucking shit show when i've had it but i'd rather just catch this thing i don't want it like i don't want like this fucking injection that's gonna give me side effects or whatever but i read it it's the same thing as the flu shot it's like oh it's if it's gonna give you side effects of covid it's gonna be for like a fucking day or whatever it is regardless you guys fucking told us that we were going to get a vaccine. I remember in the beginning we were told that we we wouldn't get a vaccine for like fucking two years. And my thought process was like, fuck, we got to deal with this shit for fucking two years. Get the fuck out of here. And now all of a sudden they got this fucking Pfizer shit from mass and, uh, Mod- uh, Moderna, I think it is. Yeah. Moderna, which well, to me is like so fucked up that like, once these things got announced, everybody's investing, like, every, everybody's, like, fucking buying stock and shit. And I know it's, like, log- it's simple logic, but it's just fucked up to me that we can do that as human beings. Like, these companies, the world's where it's at with COVID, so these companies, like, rush, 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 rush a vaccine, and now it's out fucking literally two years earlier than they said it was going to be out like people are legit the, the the first the first person in the UK she was 91 years old she got this shit she, and it was cute it was cute she said it was like the the best the best early present or christmas present or birthday present that she that she could have gotten I don't know man i good for good for the elderly good for the people in healthcare i'm glad they're the first to get it because i i'm just i'm sorry like and even when it's out to the public. I'm just not sure if I'm going to get it. I'm not one of these idiots where I think I talked about it two podcasts ago where I'm, I'm not one of these idiots who like think that the vaccine is like the mark of the beast. You guys are fucking nutty. And I'm not one of these idiots who think that the vaccine is a way to fucking track us all down as human beings. Guess what? Watch an episode of Sopranos, bro. If the fucking government wants to track you, they're going to track you one way or another. Watch an episode of The Blacklist. Bro, read a fucking book. The government's going to track you however. It's the same fucking idiots who are like, oh, I'm going to turn my location off on my phone. Bro, they'll find you. They will find you. They found some of the most fucking craziest people in life. They're going to find you. That's it. That's how that's that's life. But everything's a conspiracy and I'm not going to go down that road again. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm just simply saying that. The vaccine was made a little too early then earlier than they said, and I don't trust it for that reason. So for that reason, I'm out. And I feel like I'm on Shark Tank now because I'm sitting in one of those fucking chairs. I bought this chair from Ikea and my cat fucking bugged on it because he's horny. I thought he was just scratching at it and shit. No, he's fucking horny. He's fucking uh, talking to the moon. Like that Bruno... What's that Bruno Mars song? Talking to the moon? Don't fucking... dog. Aren't dogs the horny ones? I'm still like dumbfounded by the shit. Anyway, yeah, bro, I don't, I just don't, I don't trust this shit. I was looking into it earlier. Pfizer vaccine side effects. Vaccine showed no safety concerns that could threaten an emergency uh, authorization. Regulators at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration wrote in documents released Tuesday. There were temporary side effects that are generally expected with most vaccines. Duh. Common side effects were pain at the injection site, fatigue, and headaches. That's, I guess I'd get it. I guess I'd get it. I mean, like, it's part of fucking history. Worst case scenario. Honestly, bro, worst case scenario, right? You get the fucking, uh, you get the COVID vaccine, whether it's through uh, Pfizer or, or Moderna. I think I'm saying that right realistically though in a in a year like 2020 right worst case scenario you get injected with this vaccine and then sooner or later whether it's like the government controlling you or the mark of the beast or whatever worst case scenario bro you die in 2020 i mean is it the worst thing that can happen it's not the greatest year i mean for me it was i don't mean to fucking come on here with my positive energy and shit but for me it was this year is whatever you made it whether you're fucking. Whether your gym shut down and you got sad about that and you made your own home gym or you, or, you know, one relationship failed and another one fucking, whatever the fuck your, the case may be, bro. This year put a strain on everybody, but it is what you make it. You cannot, and this is coming from somebody who hit rock bottom this year. This is a very like Batman slash Spider Man thing to say. When you fucking get down, when you when you get down, when you get knocked down, you get the fuck back up. You get up. You always get up. I think that's what Spider-Man said in the Spider-Verse movie. You always get back up. I don't know about you, but I got the fuck back up this year. I'm not gonna lie, lately with all the news that we've been getting, it's never fucking good. With all the news we've been getting, I kind of I kind of a little bit feel like I'm I'm getting knocked down. And I've had thoughts of like deleting my social media again and shit and it's like what is it going to do? This shit's in everybody's face. And also like the whole deleting social media thing, right? I respect it and I've done it. But I did it I did it for so many months and it was cool. It was cool cuz I had the people I was I had my girl and I had the people that I was you know, I had the people I was seeing around me and shit and I had ways to contact them. But and I was I was more productive. It, all of these things, there's so many benefits to deleting your social media, but. It's kind of to me, it kind of feels like, well, why did I just delete? It was cool that I deleted it for a couple months. Why did I just delete that thing when I could have simply had even more self-control And kept it, but not gone on it as much. Hmm. So now I'm just like trying very hard not to. I mean, Facebook's kind of addicting with the fuck. It's all goofy shit. It's never like I'm just aimlessly scrolling. It's just like I I want some laughs. So I'm just going to go look. And I know there's going to be memes every other fucking post. But even still. I should probably do an ad, right? I'm going to do an ad. Jimmy's Diner is brought to you by Solita Soap. Solita is a local skin care and soap company specializing in organic products for your skin and beards. Get some of my favorite essentials like their shea butter and beard hood sets. Hit the link in my bio, and when you're done shopping, use promo code JIMMYSDINER at checkout. That's promo code JIMMYSDINER at checkout. My name is Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I don't even know what the fuck. I just went down a whole rabbit hole, and I usually do, and it's fine. It's fine. I had a funny-ass conversation with my dad. Yo, I love that nigga. I love that nigga. My dad is, like, the only person in my life who, like, yeah. My dad is the only person in my life who, like, I've gone through some shit with that, like, that shit's, like, behind me. Like, it's not, like, fake behind me where it's like, oh, hey, hey, I love you. It's behind me, and I love him. And he loves me. And... Everyone else that I have like I have gone through shit with, it's like fucking bye. Or I see them in passing or like they're still in my life and I'm like, fuck you when I see them. My dad, it's not like that. It's very, very different. So we, you know, we call each other every fucking day. And whether it's me calling him or him calling me. And he was telling me that my sister, my older sister, who. Is I had no fucking idea until today was a junior. That's how that's how bad of a brother I am. She's a junior, and my dad is like telling me she they live in Jersey, and my dad's telling me like, "Yo, I'm thinking of having her go to a high school in New Hampshire. It's like a it's like a a private school," and I'm like, "Okay," and he's like, "You know, we're just fucking shooting the shit." That's a, that's one of the things I love about my dad is like, and these conversations with him and growing up both of us is that my dad and i'll get to what i mean in a minute my dad parented a certain way and i watched him grow he watched me grow and i also watched him grow to where and th- this happens with all parents that's the one thing we need to un- understand about parents and just each other in general is like we are not fucking perfect and I fucking hate people who act perfect or try to be perfect. We're not fucking perfect. We all got fucking bullshit wrong with us. We we're all fucked from birth, bro. Life is just not fair. And there are and it's not even just life being not fair. It's just everybody's imperfect. It's a never-ending cycle that sooner or later we as human beings can break. But even if say for example my dad parented in the most perfect way possible, and broke the cycle, so to speak, life is still going to fuck you one way or another. Because if it wasn't my dad, for in my case, it was 9-11, or shit that I went through even as an adult. We all have trauma. And it's how we carry ourselves after we have the trauma we have and some of us we don't we don't handle it so well and i watched my dad my i watched my dad grow up as a parent to where the stuff that he did with like me and my brother he doesn't do with my sisters my sisters are my sisters get parented very differently and i appreciate the shit out of that i love watching that because to me it's like it, i feel like there's people who would look at that and be like oh fuck that my sisters have it no like i look at it and i'm like wow, I appreciate that. It's cause to me, that's like, that's bigger than an apology. That's bigger than anything. That's, that's like this, this nigga understands and he's grown. And even now he's grown, but I've grown to where there's a lot of things that I thought were wrong, but there was things that when I was a kid, I thought was wrong along with the things that I still think is wrong. That now, as an adult, some of the things that I thought was wrong were actually pretty justified. Some of the things I understand why he did, some of the things I I would do as a parent. There's a lot of right things that I learned from my dad, 100% that I'm adopting to my life and, and and who I am as a father. Just like there's bad things that I'm like, I know not to adopt. And he's told me straight up, that you, I want you to be better than, you know, these things. So he we're all talking, he's I'm I'm a goof regardless. I don't need to be fucking drunk or not. Which by the way, I've been sober all not completely sober, but like I'm yeah, I would say completely sober. I fucking drank like a couple sips of Coquito and I was like, eh. I've not been drinking all of December so far, since Thanksgiving. And and it's not for any reason. I don't have a fucking problem. I just got really fucked up on Thanksgiving and I'm just like, I, it it traumatized me for the time being, so I'm taking a little bit of a break. But we're bullshitting. My sister's talking about going to, yeah, that school, the school in New Hampshire, and my dad's like, I made a fucking joke to, to make a point. And my dad, my dad was like, well, let me know New Hampshire's near you, it's more near you than us, and like, New Hampshire is like one of New Hampshire's like one of the biggest heroin like things in the in the whole uh, it's it's like the one of the heroin capitals of the US and I'm like he doesn't actually think that my my sister would get into that but it's just the the surroundings and I told him, I'm looking into the school I'm like looking at the name of the school and I'm reading the bio and it's like very like it's New Hampshire it's in the mountains it's outdoorsy whatever and I literally looked at it and I was like bro honestly the the biggest thing that can happen out of all of this is not my sister uh, being a fucking, coming back being a crackhead, but she'll come back and fucking be like a gay hippie or some shit. And my dad was like, my dad didn't get the joke, and he was like, yo, there's, he, he was like, uh, you guys have phases and whatever, and he got it, he went in. he went and he went down this rabbit hole of like how I had, I had my phases and he brought up this one time that I remember specifically where I was probably like 13, 12 or 13. I was in middle school. My middle school was down the street from this barbershop that he worked at and he was playing dominoes in front of the barbershop. I was walking up This was during the emo stage, like My Chemical Romance, fucking Panic at the Disco. All these things were, like, just gunning on MTV. And I walked out of school. He had no idea because I was living with my mom. They were fucking Splitsville at this point. And I'm walking. I got to walk past this barbershop every single day. I usually chill out there. And I walk confidently. I don't know why I thought this was, like, something I was going to get away with. But I walked by the barbershop with black nails. My dad at the time, and even at the time, I knew this, but he reminded me on the phone. He couldn't give two fucks if I had black males. He probably, like any parent, I would ask too, and I hope you guys wouldn't judge me or my father. I would ask like, oh, what's up with the black males? But he had no like real opinion on it. He, he was just kind of like, oh, all right. But the fact that all of these Dominicans at the table, these old school Dominicans, and every culture has this. I don't give a fuck what you say. Dominicans, Armenians, Italians, like any old school parent would would just look at all these Dominican guys literally just attack my dad. Like, yo, what's up with you? What's up with your son's black nails? My dad flipped shit. Flipped. Shit. And he he wasn't happy. I'll just leave it at that. Now, we went down a rabbit hole from there. And, you know, he told me, he was like, you know, that was a phase or whatever. And I, and I told him, I said, you, I do agree with you on the we all have phases shit, but that wasn't a phase. Like, today, I would paint my nails black. And he started to ask me, he said, do you get where I was at as a father? And I told him straight up, me personally... I don't know how things were back then. I don't know I, that position right there. I feel like me, Percy, I would get pissed off at my friends and I would be like, who gives a fuck? Because that's what he was thinking. But because he was a new parent, because he was a, he was still learning and because he had all of these old school Dominicans, which he grew up again. My dad is, is 40 something years old. If Things were like that back then. I can only imagine how they were when he was a kid. So it's like he had whatever was jammed into him from his dad, and then he had all these other OGs around him being like, "Yo, what the fuck's up with your son?" So I get it. I get it. I would have handled it differently, but I'm I am a father in 2020. It's my fucking job to break that cycle. One of the, like, there's so many cycle. There's so many different cycles in life to break. But it's my job. It's my duty to break that cycle. My dad, in a way, broke it in a sense that in his mind, it's like, I don't get whatever the fuck. His nails are painted black. But he did care about what his friends said. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, those things happen in different ways today. Now, he told me straight up, you know, like. I, w- I, d- I didn't give a shit and I wouldn't give a shit now. Which is understandable. So, I don't know what the fuck else we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about my sister and I said, you know, like, we all have phases, but I'm just saying, like, you know, if she, that there was a, it was a joke, like, oh, you know, the, I, I think the wacky, the craziest thing that would happen about my sister coming back from New Hampshire is like, her ending up coming back like a hippie mountain girl who ends up discovering she's gay in new hampshire with i don't know if it was a I think it was like a private school for the girl i have no idea i have no idea um but my dad went through this whole phase talk shit and it was it was funny because there there were times in my fucking childhood where like in my at teenage years especially where there was definitely phases i had like a jersey shore phase i had a fuck, there was so many different phases bro it's nuts the black nail thing definitely wasn't a phase i was definitely emo i'm still emo whether i'm listening to fucking my chemical romance or bachata which is basically spanish emo get the fuck out of here and ironically i do it every time i'm like cooking or cleaning and it's like what's the sad part about cooking and cleaning I think it's just because my brain's like, yo, you're distracting yourself from what's happening outside of the world. So, like, just throw that on. You need it. Oh, man. What else did we talk about? We had a fucking we, me and my dad just talk about reckless shit. And my sisters were present. And one of them's a junior in high school and the other one's a fucking sophomore. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Where does the time go, bro? Oh, for some reason, we got on the topic of. uh, All right, this is a really fucked up story. So. Me and my brother. I'm going to I'm going to save this story for another time. I'm going to save the story for when my brother's on the podcast. But we got on the subject of me and my brother. Watching porn at like I was 11 and he was like eight. Me and my brother at 11 and 8 years old would watch porn for no reason. And when I say no reason, I'm legit, if I haven't said enough on this podcast, a late-ass bloomer. Meaning, I did not fucking bust a nut until I was like 15. Lie. I didn't bust a nut myself. Like, I didn't fucking... Jerk myself into a nut until I was 15. I jizzed myself when I was 14 after somebody dry humped the shit out of me. And I think I've told this story, and you'll probably hear this story a couple times. I didn't discover jerking off. I would hear about it. I was very fucking. The thing, one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons why I was a late bloomer is that I was very scared of shit. I'm a very nervous person. In case you guys didn't know. Like, I'm a very nervous person, and it's fucking hilarious. Like, it doesn't stop me from doing shit, because eventually I do it, and I either, like, freak out more, or I'm like, that's fucking hilarious that you were nervous about this for as long as you were. But I didn't jerk myself off into a nut until I was 15. And I would fucking, like, I hear people, I would hear, like, all of my preteen to teenage years, like, most of them, the first half i would like legit just hear people say shit and i'm sure i'm one of the only ones i would hear people talk about like jerking off or like even like like i remember being like 12 or 13 and i would hear niggas in middle school be like oh i ate this girl's pussy or i did this and i did that and i'm like bro you're licking a girl's vagina knock it off wear your mask I used to think it was the most gross thing in the world. And I would think of sex as a like 12 or 13. You want to know what was going through my head? I would think of sex and be like, oh, my God, I'm scared. That's this is exactly why I'm going to do it with someone important, because this is scary. I can't just do it with anyone. Which like if I went back in time and told myself like the things I know now, I would have that mindset even more. So it's not like I was wrong there was so many people around me who were like advanced and I was just like I have no idea what this is they would talk about jerking off and I'm like I don't know what the fuck that is so at 11 but guess what though you know what I wasn't late to pornography and for whatever and this doesn't this didn't start at 11 and 8 bro like I was like probably like I was probably 8 and my brother was fucking 5 just flipping through channels, and one night I'm fucking... I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday, actually. I have, I have like, a specific memory about specific things. And it was late at night. It was after wrestling was on. I'm fucking flipping through channels, and me and my brother fucking stumble across, like, Skinamax or HBO After Dark or whatever the fuck it was. And literally from then through, like, the... Ele- so I was talking to my dad about a time we were 11 or 8. And he we, we were all dying and then we realized my sisters were in the room and he was like, Yo, get the fuck out of here. So I legit like I just reflecting on it now, it's so silly that like when you watch porn, you're supposed to, the, the 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 end game when you watch porn, whether you're a guy or a girl, is satisfying yourself until you come. And me and my brother at eleven and eight and even before that we would just put on porn and be like, "Oh wow, this fucking thing's happening to my dick." <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. There was nothing else. There was nothing else. It was just that, and we were fucking weird, bro. It's not weird to watch porn with your brother. It's not even weird to fuck. My brother like there was it was like a it was like a fucking unspoken agreement. Where like if you did it, you just did it in the same room and we didn't know. We didn't talk about it. But before that, it was like we dis- like we're we're both such late bloomers. But when it came to porn, we were mad early. And I don't know if every other guy is like this, but we legit watched porn for no reason. There was no fucking end goal. or end, like there was nothing. We just would put on porn. And we thought it was so amazing as children that, like, we would watch tits and our fucking penises would enlarge. That was it. It was like, where the oh, my God. You know what the fuck? We were like the fucking aliens in Toy Story, bro. We would look at tits on porn and we'd be like, wow. That's it. That was it, and that was the greatest thing as kids, and we would never have guessed that we would grow up to understand that there is something even more magical called busting a nut. 11-year-old me and 8-year-old little brother of mine would be like, bro, you're telling me there's more to this magical growing dick thing? Yeah, bro. You unload. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 51 of Jimmy's Diner. I hope you have a great week. We're going to find out what the fuck is going on with this uh with This two-week pause in Rhode Island, if you're outside of Rhode Island, I hope shit's good in your state. I hope you guys are handling it well and staying safe. Wear your mask, whether you fucking believe in the shit or not, just wear your mask and respect others, at least. And be safe with your Christmas shopping. Try to do it online. Or go support a local business because they're fucking still going through it right now. All right, ladies and gents, have a great week. Enjoy your hump day, and I'll catch you next week. My name is (laughs) Jimmy.